ice stage. Stop. Yes, Father Jesus. Father, right now I ask you to come before us right now, Father. I ask right now, Father, for you to have your presence here. Bring the Holy Spirit in. Encompass the Word. I have this comprehend and articulate the message that the Holy Spirit wants us to understand the message for us to grasp for us listeners, the viewers myself bring the Holy Spirit in bring the Holy Spirit in God, Jesus. Mm. Father Jesus, thank you. Thank you. God, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Good day, y'all. Good day, everybody. Good day. Hope everyone is having a blessed day in the name of Jesus. I hope you guys have had from beginning to end, end to beginning, and everything in between a blessed day. In Jesus' name. Whether we're catching you in the morning when you're waking up, stretch it out, get yourself ready, have a coffee, a little bit of breakfast, saying your prayers for the day, whatever it may be, getting ready for a day full of errands or get a day full of work or whatever it may be, or obligations. Or you're halfway through your day and you've been through a couple trials, tribulations, some stressful moments, but God's blessed you. You've seen some blessings. You've had some people be nice to you, whatever the case may be, but you're getting through that midday madness. Or you're ending your day having dinner with your family, off a long day of errands or work or whatever the case may be. However, we're catching you. You are now tuned into the Blue Book, presented to you by Secret Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Get unified. Guys, guys. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Put a little bit of that amplified on it today. Amplified on it today. Mm. Yes. Mm. 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 Love the book. Love the Bible. Fantastic. Good word. Guys, today, 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 the message today is going to be so wonderful. So wonderful word today. Yeah, wrong button. There it is. No one has shown a greater love. Greater love. Than he who puts himself aside 
for his friends. Amigos. Tonight's word of the day, message of the day is greater love. Greater love. Oh, my Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. The more I get closer to him, the more and more I, bad things grieve me. Um, they grieve me because the Holy Spirit is grieved. The Holy Spirit is strong in me. So I'm learning the process. And it's tough because I embraced darkness for so long. And now I embrace good. So it grieves my spirit. So before we get everything started, we're going to do what we do about this time. And that's pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and the Savior of whom kingdom it stands. One Savior crucified risen and coming again with life liberty to all who believe fantastic hmm. so if you have your Bibles, whether it's on technology or whether it's the good book itself, the Holy Spirit Word. And like I've said before to you guys, if this word isn't interpreted through the Holy Spirit, it's nothing but words and, and paper. Because the Holy Spirit brings this book alive. Brings it alive. This book transforms lives, journeys, nations, and the face of this world. This book, this Bible, transforms everything in life. It's very important to have it. <sighs> so, if you have your Bibles, open them up. Technology, go to it. Book of John. New Testament, John. John's one of the most prolific apostles of Jesus. Because Paul, or John, baptized Jesus. John was right next to Jesus a lot of the time. So a lot of what he says is on hand, on hand account. So, you go to the book of John, open it up, John, go to the 15th chapter, 15, 15th chapter, and to the 13th verse, 13th verse, okay? What does John 15.3 mean? Let's get to it. This statement is often used in reference to those who die. First thing you think, you lay down your life, you're going to pass away. The first thing you think of. Or are willing to die for your friends. The willfulness to give your life up for, for, your, for your friend. That's what the first thing you think of when you read this is, yeah, it has to be point of death. In the, in the service of other people, basically, I'm going to... This, 
you, your 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 thought process when reading the scripture is to give your life for your friend. That's a valid interpretation. It's not like it's not valid. Especially as Jesus is preparing the disciples for his impending arrest and death. However, there are additional applications to this teaching. The context of Jesus' statements about Christian life shows it's not just one's physical body in which mind here. Christ has spoken about the needs for Christians to abide in him, John 15:4, which includes emulating his love, John 15:12. Emulating means use it as an example, try to mimic the the whole representation of what he was doing. In the prior verse, Jesus gave a command which is repeated several times in this conversation to love each other, John 13, 4, 34, 15, 12, and 7. In the same disclosure, discourse, Jesus identified obedience to his commands as a sign of true belief, John 14, 15. He noted that Christians have no right to avoid those things Christ was willing to do for others, John 15, 13, 15 through 17. You're not to avoid, if he can do it for you, you're not to avoid it being his follower, believer, or so forth. The ultimate act of love, of course, is willingness, willing to offer one's life. For Christ to make such an offer to sinful people is in, in, indescribably merciful. John 10, 17-18 and Romans 5, 7-8. To give his life, be willing to put his life on the line for everyone was pretty, pretty impactful. In, Christ, in daily Christian life, however, this verse still applies. Jesus comments about following his commandments, loving others, being humble, and so forth means that laying down one's life is an attitude. Okay, so we are flipping the script on this. We are expanding what give lay one's life down is. We're not just saying point of death. We're saying an attitude. Okay? the way you present it okay as well as an action when Jesus washed the feet of his disciples he did something profoundly humble John 13 5 through 7 John 13 3 through 5 Christian love is not meant to be saved up and exhibited only in grand gestures True loving, truly loving others by slaying down one's life means abiding in Christ's love. John 15, 8 through 11. Displaying Christ's love and putting yourself, humbling yourself. It's not me, it's Jesus. And displaying that action that Jesus would have done if he was placed in that same situation, which he was in several times in his Bible. So we are to, we are to, Lay our pride, our selfishness, our thinking down. Attitude. Take it down and what Jesus would do. I know that's a WWD thing that I don't really promote. But in this case, I really have to put that out there for you to understand. This is what Jesus would do. He would listen and obey. Okay? In a constant 
moment-by-moment moment approach. Every time he turns around, he's showing love. In a Jesus form. In a Holy Spirit-led form. The, true, the use of the term friends is important, as Jesus will clarify that as his, he sees his disciples, and by extension, all believers as his friends, John 15, 14. So anyone who believed in him, it was a friend of his. Anyone who didn't believe in him was an adversary. But he wasn't going to treat his adversaries horribly either because the nicer he is to them, the more they got to change their game. You see? So, John 15, 13. I'm out of the Amplify. Whatever version you have, fantastic. Uh, helps you understand what's going on here. 15, 13. No one has greater love no one has shown stronger affection than to lay down, give up his own life for his friends. 14 says, You are my friends if you keep on doing the things in which I commanded to you to do. Obviously, if you're an adversary of Christ, you're not his friend. That should be plainly obvious. But if you are his friend, he laid his life down to give you the Holy Spirit. He performed miracles. He did wonderful works. Healed the deaf ears, blind eyes, feet walk, crippled walk. Things happened. Why? Because Jesus put his human down and let the Holy Spirit work. That's what he did. That's what made Jesus so great. He showed that he can humble himself because he's still human too and let the Holy Spirit do what it needed to do so yes he is half man half God understood and he has a whole lot more resistance than we do because we've already fallen to sin once you taste it you're always going to want it the thing is is that we can learn from his example and say you know what I have to use the Holy Spirit your Holy Spirit that what I just said is you have to apply it to your life to help you fight you to bless others do you get that fight yourself Put your, lay yourself down to help others because your normal human thought process is me, me, me. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. To help others is going against your carnal fleshly self because your fleshly and carnal self is telling you get all you, all you can so that you're okay. And everyone else is on their own. It's all about me. The godly way is lay yourself down, theoretically, in the Lord, and think about someone other than yourself. Remember one thing. Every, if selfishness is not God. Thinking about only you is not God. That's not the gospel. The gospel has nothing to do with selfishness. That's a sin. That's a part of the little demons that clench to your body. Selfishness is, is 
against God. Okay, so in order for you to be able to give, you have to lay yourself down to get past your sinful and fleshly desires to help those in need. And anyone who agrees, works with, and believes in is typically a friend. And if they don't, then keep pushing. I always say, grind for God. Grind for God, don't hustle for hell. I'm grinding for God, I'm not going to hustle for hell. You have to put that in your mind when anything goes on. Is that, do they, okay, what, okay. In order to be successful in life, you don't think about yourself. You go to be a doctor, it's not about you, it's about the patients. You go to be a lawyer, it's not about you, it's about your clients. You go to be a judge, it's not about you, it's about the right and wrong of the law. You go to the military. It's not about you, it's about defending your country. Should I go on? Everything you do of prestige has something to do with somebody else getting a benefit and you're thinking about somebody else rather than yourself. The only difference is, is those things also come with, come with blessings. No greater love is to lay down your life Pride, selfishness, greed, me self, myself, you self, no self, down. Look with your Holy Spirit spirit and bless them as God would bless them. The biggest problem with this scripture is selfishness. Because people can't get past their own nose. No greater love, no one has shown stronger affection than to lay down, give up his own life for his friends. Let that sink in for a second. You mean I can't think about only me? Yeah. go to feed the go to salvation feed the homeless you're not thinking about you think about helping others savers salvation army goodwill there are plenty of opportunities and examples of this problem is you get so hustling for hell that you lose concept of what's really going on and that's helping others Praying and focusing on God. Letting the Holy Spirit run things. Because it's not by me, but my spirit. And letting go and letting God. That is the major malfunction with people today. They don't know how to let go and let God. 
God is going to take care of everything. He has to because if you're walking in his love and you have the Holy Spirit and you're doing the right thing, he has to take care of it because it's him that you pray, trust and rely on and depend on. There is no other there is nothing else that needs to be said after that. If you pray to God, you exercise your Holy Spirit that's in you. You read the word, get the spirit out of the word. You, you put that lady on your life every day for others. You serve your church. You serve your family. There is nobody out there who can lead that doesn't know how to serve. I've always said this before. When, a, when, when electing a president, a president has to know how to serve to be able to lead. That's why I always thought that a president that serves in the military was always a good a good foot in the door because in order to join the military you have to learn how to serve the military serve the country serve people oh yeah I served what you served your country so you know how to give and how to put yourself second if you don't know how to do that then I always said that that wasn't a legit reason to be a president because you have to learn how to serve to lead that's why it's so important to lay yourself down, your, your selfishness down, your life and your wants and your desires down for others. Because your heart, you speak in your in your language. Right now, I am feeling someone is struggling with this. Maybe more than one, but someone is definitely struggling with selfishness, me too, and entitlement. I know that sounds pretty doggone general, but that is what I'm feeling right now. What I'm saying is, God, please help those who struggle with this, this, this spirit of greed, selfishness, and self. Please do so, Father. This is something that needs to be broken in the name of Jesus. Broken by the Holy Spirit because it's flooding mainstream society think about only you well right now we're going through we're going through protests right now for the last two weeks straight to break the the, the mold of, 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 of superiority and entitlement and to make everyone equal and everyone get a fair shake in life lay down your life and your pride for somebody else this could be more obvious. No greater love than laying down for somebody else. Right now, we're laying down ourselves and supporting those who don't get fair justice. This is a good scripture for that. Lay down your life for your friend. Does it mean a point of death? It depends on the situation what God tells you. I can't tell you that for sure. I don't know. They've been put in that position. I don't. I really don't know. But I know the scripture means to put down your pride and in and, 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 and your selfishness and think about that person that the Holy Spirit leads you. That's what this generally means. That's the interpretation that I'm getting. In the NIV, 
it says, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down his own life for one's friend. The ESV, which is the English Standard Version, says, Greater love has no one than shown this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. The KJV, King James Version, says, Greater love hath no, one, no, no, no man than this, that a man lay down his life for friends. NASB, Greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. NLT, there's no greater love than lay down one's life for his friends. Pretty much the same thing. CSB, no one has greater love than this to lay down his life for his friends. Pretty simple stuff if you ask me. Good News Translation says the greater love you can have the greatest love you can have have for your friends is to give up your life for them. Don't be selfish. Most of the translations say the same thing. Pretty much friends, lay down life, give up life. Yep. So, basically, the 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 passage begins with a celebrated an analogy from Christ, the wine and the branches. This includes the seventh and final I am statement of the Gospel of John. Jesus uses this metaphor to explain how our spiritual life as born-again believers is drawn from his life. God's intent for our lives is to, per is to progress from barrenness to fruitfulness. Basically, from nothing to having tons of fruit. When you're not a believer, you have no fruit. When you are a believer, you, you multiply many. To spiritual abundance. Jesus also repeats his commandments for believers to love each other in this context. He does go so far as to refer to those who follow his teachings as his friends. So those who believe, those who trust and rely on Jesus are friends of ours. We're all friends. We're all brothers and sisters in the Lord. Those who don't believe, yes, are considered adversaries and are enemies, but... The difference is, is that God says, love your enemies. So we're not told to treat me any differently because honestly, your kindness and you laying your life down for not only believers, but unbelievers can help them come into the, in, into the Lord and be, and be with the Lord. So all around, just be nice. Lay your life down and do for others. No one ever went broke by giving. It's a wonderful thing when you can get past your selfishness. We all have it. Not one person's out of it. We are all... We are all... Victim to selfishness. Okay? We are all victim to self-pride. Right now, in this country, and if not the world, is crying for equality. Not LGBTQ equality. That's a different type of, of rights and regulations, if you will. 
We're talking about human equality. We're talking about regardless of your background, regardless of your ethnic background, we want everyone to have justice, everyone to have liberty, for us all to be treated equal, regardless of our nationality, ethnic background, sexual orientation, it doesn't matter. We all are God's people. We are all under God. Okay, regardless if you or don't believe in Jesus' life and miracles. Even if you do or don't believe in the Holy Spirit and how it does things. That's irrelevant at this point. Everyone out there is, is, is protesting for their brother, their sister, to everyone to have equal equality. So I encourage everyone, do the right thing. Put yourself to the side. Help your brother. Help your sister. Help mankind. Do something for somebody. It might cost you something. But Jesus, but God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit knows what you're doing. And you will be blessed. Don't know how. It's according to your needs and according to how you live your life that God will bless you according to what he feels you need in life. But he will. Because that's how God works. A blessing to be a blessing. And a blessing, again, to be a blessing. God has always been there and always will be. Jesus was our example. He showed what the ability can be. And the Holy Spirit has been there since day one. Now that Jesus has ascended 2,020 years ago, we have the Holy Spirit with us every day. You embrace it, you get blessed, you do wonderful works. And you bless and bless and bless. You don't embrace it, well, that's the choice you make. You got to live with those, with those circumstances. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. Away from selfishness, away from, away from self-greed, and just love. And lay it down. It's not about you. It's about what God can do through you. It's what God can do for his people. That's what it's about. Love. Unity everyone on the same page liberty for all who believe check out our radio station when you get a chance to unity radio umolv.com umolv.com that will be in the links in the, in the archive I encourage everyone every day you get up in the morning thank God for another breath of life ask the Holy Spirit to guide you through the day and remind yourself daily as you're going about and as you move around, follow Christ's example. Love, lay down your, your, your pride. Do, for what God, do what God wants you to do. Let the Holy Spirit lead you through your day, day by day. And remember, Jesus loves you. God loves you. Holy Spirit got you. 
fear, respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Everyone out there, be blessed. You need something, email us. We're always we're always answering emails. You need to contact us, contact us. Our Instagram, our website has all the information. Contact us. Prayer requests, all that stuff. Let the Holy Spirit work in you. You'll be amazed at what he can do with you. Jesus. Strong. Stop till the set is finished.